welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian's Untitled Scene Show. This is going to be a crazy show, so I'm going to warn you right now. But I am very, very happy to bring back one of my favorite bands and a great bunch of guests from the last time, a different iteration of the show anyways, I had these two people on, and I am very excited to talk to them. They have a brand new album coming out very soon that we are going to talk in depth about. Please, everyone, welcome Matt and Colin of Slaves. Guys, how are you guys doing today? Good, man. Good. Um, I think we are... We all feel uh, good about our days so far. I know you've had a crazy day as well. Um, yeah, excited <laughs> to get back back on uh, with you talking talking with it, about everything. Absolutely, and yeah, I I just filled you guys in. I completely sledgehammered you with what I've been going through <laughs> today. I I want to warn everyone. I've been doing this show and different iterations of the show for over seven years now. And I have never had a day like this before, but I am not going to let that overshadow talking to one of my favorite bands. But I do have to let everyone know, if you hear me all of a sudden start crying or (laughs) in complete jubilation of things, I just want to let everyone know that today, right now, this recording about two hours ago, Liverpool Football Club won the Premier League title for the first time in 30 years. Amazing. Amazing. I love it. See, and I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that you guys are going along with it because I, if I'm not mistaken, you guys aren't soccer fans, right? Uh, I, I actually played soccer since I was a kid growing up all throughout high school. My dad still plays soccer. Um, so we are soccer fans in this house for sure. Uh, I'm not sure about Matt, though. I'm not a big sports guy, but I love sure. the Beatles and they're from Liverpool. So yeah. I'm with you on that, on that, on that level for sure. There you go. Well, now, I'm not going to let that hold me back, but I just wanted to let everyone know, like I said, in case you all of a sudden see a manic episode or you hear a manic episode, that's because this has never happened in my lifetime, and it is a very, very strange feeling to have. But Live it up, bro. Live it up. That's all I can do, and I I also want to let you know you guys might find this funny, and maybe the people listening will find it funny. I drank a nine-year-old beer that I had taken from Copenhagen in Denmark, I had hand-carried this special beer through like three different moves and nine years just to open it up and drink it when we would finally win. Oh, man. So I might be dying. I, I honestly don't know, but I did drink it. And I don't know if it's because when you win a championship, if all of a sudden everything tastes good no matter what. That might be a possibility. I'm not exactly sure. But... Let's just put that out there right now so everyone knows. But I think we should probably start. We're gonna. We're obviously gonna get to the album to better days, and I have a lot of really spoiler alert. I have a lot of great things to say about it. But I think the big thing would be that even with Liverpool winning, I was still keeping up on you know on the news and everything. You guys just made a really really huge announcement and actually beat me to a question and a discussion that I wanted to have with you. So. Would you guys mind going into that big announcement right now? Yeah, man. It's um, as it's been a crazy day for you. It's for sure been a crazy day for us uh, with the announcement of us, uh, our name change, and the yeah. release of our new single, like I do, uh, which is uh, we're actually putting the video out for that tonight. Um, yeah, definitely a crazy day for us too. All positive things, though. Um, I feel like we we feel like we're winning a uh, a championship game right now too. Nice. Um, nice. I feel like it's been, you know, this it's something that we've talked about since um, 
since Matt's pretty much joined the band, uh, before Matt joined the band, actually. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's something that we were all a little uncomfortable with, knowing the meaning behind it and, you know, a lot of the context of our song and our content um, is, you know, about addiction and the name has always been about addiction, slaves, right. slaves to you know, our addiction, our demons. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it's something we wrestled with and we kind of came to the, we decided of, probably about almost a year ago that we want, we were going to change the name with the, well, after this album got put out, it was kind of oh. like a, we had a lot to prove and we wanted to, uh, we wanted to do it at the right time. And um, yeah, but with everything going on in the world right now, it was kind of hard to stay quiet about this, the, the issue. And sure. uh, um, so, yeah, it just, we've just decided it's the right time right now. And um, yeah, you know, I, I'm sure Matt has a lot to say about it too. So yeah, um, go for it, Matt. Yeah. I was just going to say, um, kind of just to back up exactly what um colin just pointed out you know it's 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 something that we've been talking about for a long time certainly um for as long as i've known the guys it's been sort of a discussion and um you know it just in in light of everything going on with black lives matter movement which we you know hugely support uh to the best of our ability mm -hmm. uh it just it just started to get to a place of feeling a little weird to not address the elephant in the room, you know, even, even though we uh, try to be outspoken, it's like the name is just something that even though we know the meaning of it and we understand and, and it's cool and our fans get it. Um, it it's, it's just, it just became, you know, I, I think the pros of changing it, like definitely uh, outweigh the cons of changing it for sure for us. So right. we're happy to make this announcement and uh, let everybody know where we, stand on it so that's very cool now obviously you won't be able to tell us you know what the quote-unquote new name will be but do you guys already have that set i think it's um, i think it's pretty set right it i mean kind of so we we've thrown around names for the past like like i said probably about a year mm -hmm. um and it's uh We've gone through we've gone through a few not, none that we were like in love with um recently we kind of came up with one that um kind of just uh represents us the way you know it's, that we we kind of like and um but nothing set in stone yet i was even thinking today that we could even have the fans get involved with it and throw out some ideas um sure but we you know we like matt said we're, we we have one that we're we're, we're kind of set on but there is definitely not stamp in stone or anything gotcha well that's i mean that is good to hear and obviously crowd participation is always good but Definitely. you guys you know you want to be happy with what you want to be. I mean, because a brand is so important, I think that's a big thing too, yeah. is you're able to put this album out now with this name and you're, you're able really to go out on a very high note, but it's going to be a tough road, as I'm sure you guys know, to rebrand completely. People will probably be happy. I mean, I'm sure you'll, you'll get some division, of course. There'll be people like, oh, I can't believe they have to change their name or, oh, they were forced to change their name. And obviously that isn't the case. It's something you guys have been right. talking about, you know, for a while. But what I thought was interesting too is, you know, there was a UK slaves as well. And there are lots of reports about, you know, in like 2015, where they were dealing with a lot of backlash from people, you know, telling them they should change their names and whatnot. And they said they wouldn't. And I guess, Colin, the question would be, has there always been an issue for you as well in the band where people have reached out and been like, why are you guys called this? Or did this really only start, you know, a year ago or so? Um, yeah, it's, uh, 
within ourselves, it's, it's, uh, it's always been an underlying thing with us. It's mm-hmm. always been something that we, you know, necessarily didn't love. And it was always kind of, you know, we always not joke about it, but we always reference like, you know, it's going to be nice to not have that awkward Uber ride where, you know, Oh, what band you guys in uh, going to the airport. And then, you know, you say, say the name and you get, it's just like a little bit of an awkward reaction. When you explain the, the context behind it, it's, it's fine. But um, yeah, the sure. answer to the question there honestly hasn't been since 2000, since I've been in the band, since it started in 2014, yep. there's not been that much, um, you know, shit. We haven't got that much shit for the name. It's more of like an internal thing for us. But, um, you know, as we do understand that they're not everybody is going to reach out to us and say that they're offended by the name. Sure. You know, not um, and our fans are, you know, that have the context behind the name, um, you know, the slaves are our demons and our addiction and everything is, uh, you know, I, that I think for, for the most of them, they're they're they, they get it and they're fine with that. But it was just more the it was just more having, you know, the people that aren't going to say anything um, and do possibly feel uncomfortable for, uh, about it. And and, uh, and honestly, are the internal struggle yeah. with it, it right. as the band members, you know. Right. Yeah, I think I, I think like certainly for me personally, even if um, no one ever made a comment, which to Colin's credit, like you know, as I've as I've observed in my time in the band, it it hasn't seemed like a huge issue to us. But obviously, everybody lives their lives in their own bubble, and so mm-hmm. we're in this band and we go play shows for people who obviously love us and are there to see us, and they're on they're on board. But um, I think it, you know, it will inevitably become, uh, inevitably have become a bigger issue as the band got bigger, certainly, and got exposed to a bigger, wider audience of people who, you know, maybe, maybe don't feel like tolerating that kind of name. And, and, um, so it's, I, I think it really comes as a relief to us, certainly, but, um, you know, also to Colin's point, it's like, uh, we don't, we don't, we don't want to put the burden on the fans to, like oh and make sure you you know investigate what the name means and blah 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 it's just like just for some i understand that the, the the name like you said is a brand and it's important but it's also um to us it's what's really important is the music and so mm-hmm. if people are being stopped at seeing the name and 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 you know it's it's not as far as i'm concerned it's not on them to have to do homework and figure out what the context is and right. uh it, it's it's just it's just not worth offending anybody or turning anybody away from the music or from our actual message you know what i mean absolutely and then also we can add on that really this is a different band than it was before i mean yeah you guys have made so many transitions and even though you've kept that passion you've kept the core of the band itself still it is a different band so it's not you know far-fetched to say hey it would be a good time right now to take our personal feelings into account, to take other people's you know, feelings into account and go ahead and make this really big change that hopefully, you know, it's not about paying off in the end, but it's about being comfortable with yourselves and having the fans be comfortable with it as well. Because who doesn't want to buy a merch item from one of their favorite bands and be exactly. able to go out there and wear it proudly, right? Yeah, of course, man. Yeah. So that yeah, makes... for sure. And it's... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, absolutely. Go ahead. After you. Oh, no, I was going to say, as you mentioned earlier, yeah, there is so much that goes into a changing a band name that, you know, I, I think some people out there are just like, well, j- just just change it on Spotify. Just change <laughs> uh, your um, you know, Instagram handle. And there's like, as you as I'm sure, you know, there's just so, you know, there, there's a Spotify uh, thing. There's a there's just so much that goes into the rebranding. Yes. Uh, you know, get, promoting and having people know about it. Um, 
So it, it, it's a process and, there, you know, we definitely understand all the risks involved in it. And it is a, uh, you know, there, it, it, it isn't going to be just like a seamless move there. You know, there's a lot of red tape we have to go around, but yeah. you know, we've already definitely started that process and it, it's like Matt said, it's, it's worth it to have to do that little bit of a rebrand. And um, I think we're just confident in the music that's going to be coming out even mm-hmm. after this album enough to where people are gonna if, if they like the music they're gonna like the music and we'll you know we might it might cause a little bit of confusion at first but we're we're kind of in this for the long game and it's you know years from now we're not gonna really have to be dealing with the uh, confusion of a name change you know because there, yep. there'll, there'll be plenty more albums put out underneath the new name oh it's great. yeah and i i would i would also echo that in saying that you know the the accomplishment of the band's success right now in light of, you know, losing a front man and gaining another one. Like, I, I think that will be way harder for us to pull off than changing the name personally. Right. You know what totally. I mean? Like, because, and, cause, and it's, and it, it is kind of a, um, used to be sort of a unique, a unique situation, right? Where, you know, imagine one of your favorite bands makes an, an, out, an, an announcement and it's like, Hey guys, we, we are, we're going to go under a new name from now on. And, you know, I'd imagine people would be like, so are you guys breaking up? It's like, no, it's like <laughs> uh, uh, changing the members. Like, no, it's like, oh, well, then, well, then great. Like, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, if, if uh, the 1975 or something said they were they were going to, you know, just be known as uh, Drive Like I Do again or yeah, anything. <laughs> I'd be like, are you guys still like putting that. out music and it's still you guys? And I'd be like, I don't, I don't give a shit what the band's called. You know what I mean? Right. There's right. A, a lot of names that are just sort of arbitrary or whatever. It's like, OK, Coldplay. Sure. You know, it's like I to me, it's like. It would be it would it would be so nice, obviously, and the the new name is really gonna um, be something that we can be proud of and and everything. But uh, at the end of the day, I think uh, it, it's just it's it's going to be way easier than what we've already done. So we're we're ah. we are more than happy to take on that uh, challenge, and and uh, I think I think we'll be able to meet the expectations of the fans again. So there you go. And I mean, I think that's a great transition right now to even talk about the expectations of fans, which is what you mentioned going from another frontman to another frontman. Now, the last time we spoke, you know, Matt, you were in the band, you were the lead, you know, the, you were the frontman. Mm-hmm. And I believe the last time we spoke, I think Heavier had either just come out very, very recently or it was about to come out. So we talked about the very basics of what it was like for you to kind of take over, to go on tour and then do this. But when you talk about getting fans respect, I think one of the big things is I've been very lucky to go ahead and listen to Better Days over and over again. And I've been talking to Colin about it. Pretty much any time a single comes out, I text Colin and let him know how fucking great it is. So, Oh, that's awesome, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. So between the singles and then when I got to listen straight through from the album, I don't know how anybody is not going to be blown away by this. Wow. It, it really, honestly... It blew me away. Wow, man. Yeah, you when you said, dude, every time you send me those texts, it really, it, it does mean a lot, you know, coming, especially coming from you. And um, I, I was so, I didn't know our publicist sent you the album until you oh, yeah. sent me that. And, <laughs> and yeah, that text was just, it was awesome. I, I sent it to the band and everything. And yeah, man, we really appreciate it. Like there, it was coming, coming into this, as I'm sure you could imagine, like it was, uh, you know, scary losing it, losing a singer and yep. getting a new one. And um, we didn't really know exactly. We knew that how well we vibed together with Matt, you know, filling in on, on the tours for us. Yeah. Um, but we didn't, the, the only thing, the only missing thing about that was how we were going to write in the studio and how was that going to go? 
Exactly. And after Heavier, after we wrote the first song um, and recorded that, because that, that, that single was recorded a few months before the, the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. I think from there on, we just kind of knew, um, okay, this is going to be good. Um, you, it was just so much, it was like a glimpse into the future. And it was just like a, you know, a settling moment where it was like, okay, we got this. And, it, and I think that's where kind of like, we knew we had a lot to prove going mm-hmm. into this. And we right. knew that, um, you know, there, there's there people, especially with Johnny, because Johnny, Johnny has such a uh, loyal fan base and, you know, a big fan base that it, it was a scary thing for us to do. But yeah, I think after, as far as like, after recording that first single heavier, we, we kind of were like, Oh shit, we got this. We, yeah. we, we vibe well together. And honestly, it, the album was even easier. The album, oh, wow. We wrote it in six weeks. Oh, um, yeah, we wrote yeah. it in six weeks all together. Um, we in the studio, didn't really have any songs written as a band before that. So we went into it and wrote all, um, we actually wrote 14 songs in the studio and, uh, and yeah, it just went, it came together so smooth, man. It was, it was really, I feel like we all got put into a really great situation. You know, the band's journey has been one hell of a journey, a lot of ups and downs. Um, <laughs> That's an understatement. But, um, yeah. I feel, I feel like, yeah, we've all like got, we're, we're all in, got placed into this band for a reason. And this is what it, uh, you know, this is the final form. And I think the name is the last thing yeah. that is going to, um, you know, this is going to resemble the ex- exactly what this band will be moving forward for years. Makes sense. Let me kind of work off of that a little bit. It's going to be one question, but I think I'll get different answers from both of you for it. So you talk about, you know, kind of clicking together and being able to work things out from heavier and then it being easier for the album itself. But what was the learning curve like? So, Colin, what were you dealing with from being in the band before to working with Matt? And then, Matt, for you coming in after doing your solo work, what was that learning curve like for both of you? Uh, yeah, for me, it was, um, it's, and, and I, I think I speak for like a, a lot of the rest of the band too on this is, uh, you know, the first of all, there's been a lot of lineup changes from album to album. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, and the first two albums were um, pretty much written um, in- instrumentally by um, our, the old guitar player Alex Lyman. So there wasn't much band collaboration during that, you know. And yeah. then um, "Beautiful Death" is when everybody—it uh, was just me and Johnny in the band, and Weston was just coming back into it. And he actually worked up; he came back into the band while we were working on the album. Ah. So that was more of a like me, Johnny, Eric, Ron, and Weston type thing. And but the same situation, just like ten songs in thirty days, and um you know but this was our first album that we really sat down as a band and two guitar players bass player drummer and new vocalist and wow. it was like our first time really writing a um uh you know really being collaborative as a as a band as a whole and i think you could hear it in the in in the um in the album you, you could yes. hear like the mm-hmm. like a lot of the comments we're getting are wow like the band you know you really sounds like a, a full band now and not just like a backing band for Johnny type of sure. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that for me, it was just the biggest thing was being able to like realizing these five people in the band musically gel musically and socially, but mu- just talking about music right now, gel together so well. And um, we have, a, we, we like the same thing. Like we have, we have the same taste in music. So oh. um, it's really, there's no, like no arguments, you know, there's no disagreements. It's almost, it's almost like too good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what about you? I mean, uh, Matt, I'm assuming that you're not going to completely disagree with that, but how was it for you as well? Yeah. Um, so for me, it was different from obviously being a solo artist. I, the writing process for me typically looks like coming up with um, an idea in my head and then I'll pick up an acoustic guitar and kind of develop that. But everything stems from like 
the top line, like the the lyrical melody idea, um, and then works around it, whether it whether it's just me or whether it's a band or whatever to prop up that um, idea. And then this was the polar opposite of that, um, where the guys were going in and writing these awesome instrumental tracks that were super um, creative and inspiring to me. Um, just to hear them, you know, and it's, it's obviously a departure stylistically for me. I, I, I am a, fa- a fan of some heavier music. And so, um, but I, I haven't had an opportunity to uh, be involved in anything like this before. So sure. um, for me to be able to pull from these different influences musically, sonically, and then also I think lyrically and conceptually to be able to have that type of music to right to was was really cool for me because um you know the the sound of the music dictates there's there's going to be more aggression that i'm used to there's going to be more like melancholy or just these type of elements that i was able to write about things in my life in a way that um i wouldn't have been able to over you know me just strumming an acoustic guitar or something so it, it, it was it was it was really exciting for me to to um be able to work in that kind of setting you know wow well, I, I can say from my personal, you know, listening through, I would not have been able to tell that that was something that you weren't ready for. Oh, cool. And I, I, think, I think you guys know from what I've, you know, I've had Johnny on the show. I've talked about I'm very honest on what I like and what I don't like. And I tend not to have people on the show that I don't like their music. So to have you guys on here, you know I'm not lying to you when I say it was something I wasn't expecting. When I, when I heard Heavier... And then I heard the rest of the album. To me, Beautiful Death is still one of my favorites. That album was, to me, it was what Slaves was. It was a very personal album, and it hit on a different note than anything had before, you know, in the Mm -hmm. discography to me. And then to then have a brand new vocalist come into the band and be able to put out something that was, and you know, it'll all be people's opinions, but to be on that level or higher, to have that passion, I, like I said, I was blown away. I'm extremely impressed, and I would not have expected you to be able to go from such a different environment to this environment and still blend in so well. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, sorry, go I, I go ahead, Colin. No, I, I have to say, I kind of like spot on to what you're saying. Um, going into the this album another thing was um you know not know because uh, you know listening to matt's music his solo music it's so different you know and and yeah. honestly it's just different in its own right like he has songs that are um just like bob dylan type songs and then they're mm-hmm. very like maroon five type of songs or sure. you know a pop pop type of song and um you know but definitely nothing like like slave music so i didn't really know what what, what was gonna what to expect going into it and then to and especially in writing, because I, I correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, but I mean, have you? You, I don't think you've ever really gone into a studio in six weeks and had to do a full album and like exactly. had a deadline, right? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. That's that. That was that was another uh, good point that I missed. That yeah, in my in my experience as a singer songwriter, it was always, you know, live your life for maybe like a year or so, right? Maybe thirty songs, and then pick the best eight that you want to do uh, or something. And there's there's always a danger in that of um will they sound cohesive will they sound you know like the have the same time stamp on them versus this process Colin I don't know if you mentioned this as well but it was the this this whole record was was both written and recorded in that 40 day period that we had so um yeah, yeah. 
it, it, it definitely, I was painfully aware of the, uh, deadline that we were under during the whole process, unfortunately. Uh, but, uh, but it, I'm, I'm really proud of the way that it turned out. And, um, you know, it, it was, a, it was a, it wasn't always the most fun thing to try to really commit to record and to paper, like these darker feelings and put myself in those kind of places, yeah. but, um, super, super rewarding thing now to stand back. And I think has helped me actually, um, put a lot of things in my life in perspective and move and move forward. So sure. I think that's what directly relates to how the fans directly relate to these songs. I feel like pretty much every single one of the singles we've put out so far um, has been like, we've gotten way more of the holy shit. I just had last night was the hardest night of my life and you guys released a song and I just can't stop listening to it. It's helped me those type of comments. So I think, yeah. you know, put Matt putting himself in, the, in those hard positions and writing about those things that maybe most people wouldn't even want to talk about. Um, I think it has, um, you know, come into fruition that, that, that it, it definitely hits the fans at home and especially with people that are dealing with a lot of like mental health illnesses and sure. just everyday life shit, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Now that's a very good point to go over as well. So did you guys have a conversation about that at the beginning? Did the band get together and say, hey, Matt, we need you to put yourself in these shoes. This is the type of music that we want to make. Or did this come kind of just naturally based on the tone of the music itself? Yeah, I was definitely just writing over the tone of the music. There was, there was, <laughs> yeah. there was never a discussion. I mean, so keep in, keep in mind, too, like it's, it's, it's kind of a comical position for me to be in because... Um, I, I never heard of the band or Johnny Craig before I was basically fronting the band. Yeah, right. I right, had like right. a two day head start to mm-hmm. that whole experience. So as far as I'm concerned, it's like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just in this thing and I was flying by the seat of my pants. Right. And so, right. um, yeah, we got in the studio, they were laying down, like I said, these, these awesome instrumentals and, um, the tracks to me just kind of dictated where, where the where the vocal needed to go, where the lyrics needed to go, and and yeah. and so that's that's what I worked off of. I mean, obviously, if I had started, hey guys, what do you think about this? And they all were like, "What the fuck are you talking?" You know what I mean? Like, I would have been like, "Oh shit!" But um, that never happened, you know. Uh, so so uh, you know, I, I, obviously, it's a collaborative thing, and you know, somebody be like, "Yeah, maybe maybe change this," or oh, I kind of like that other hook better, or whatever. But yeah, for 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 the most part, it's just. You know, and it's it, it it is funny because again, this 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 is a thing that's unprecedented for me to be involved in. But it's like I do love Bring Me the Horizon, I do love Nirvana, I do love I pull from all these different kind of influences, and um, I think from my ego, sometimes it's like a little uh, not like not hurtful, but like a, a, a surprise to me. For example, like when we finished the record, our producer Jimmy was like. Matt, you like you really surprised me with your vocals on this and like exceeded my expectations. And I was actually taken aback by that because this is somebody uh. I had I had like recorded heavier with, I've toured with, he knows me, he's a close friend, he's a singer himself. So I was like, damn, if like this guy was surprised, like I I totally understand any comments that we're getting that 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 are like unsure about me, you know, being involved in this because it's like I, I guess I'm in a state of having to constantly evolve personally and like surprise myself. So sure. I was like, well, fuck man. If like Jimmy was surprised, like I can only imagine that the fans are going to be surprised to hear this shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I, I, I think, a, I think a perfect uh, example of that is the, the, the bridge of Barry a lie, like that mm-hmm. scream 
uh, if you want to call it that, is like the only scream that I've ever done before then or since. It just like happened in the vocal booth. So it's it's like a lot of shit like that, you know? No, that's very cool. That's very cool to hear that. And then let me, and I hope this doesn't offend you, but I think think it may. How dare you? I know. (laughs) Get ahead of that really quick because I, I might. But I think that. In general, I think people in the metal scene, metalcore, post-hardcore, whatever, just the scene in general, when people think of pop music, they know people are talented. Like, obviously, you have to be talented to get popular. You know, you can have as much money as you want, but in most cases, you have to have a talent to be able to do that. And especially with yourself, when you go on something like The Voice, you have to have talent to be able to oh, do for that. Sure. Yeah. Whether or not you like the style of music or not, that doesn't take away from the talent of the person. But Absolutely. Yeah. I will say though, in the scene in general, I think a lot of people, and I know I am guilty of this as well, if I'm looking at a band like Slaves, like whatever popular band there is, I'm thinking that they, because I like the music so much, that they are more talented than the people that are making pop music. Right. That's just the way I think a lot of people think. So to see you come in and seamlessly, it seems at least from you know hearing what you're doing, seamlessly integrate yourself into this scene and blow people away with what you're able to do, not only the vocal, you know, vocally, but then also with your lyrical choice, with the hooks, you're able to make a you know a post-hardcore song, an alternative song, into yeah. a poppy alternative or post-hardcore song and still make it work where I am certainly not embarrassed by listening to this music. You get what I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> well, 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 dude, and, 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 and to be perfectly honest with you, like me joining the band came at a really good time for me, um, both career wise and also even artistically. Yeah. Um, obviously it's a good opportunity for me to be, you know, in the band and, and, and engaging such a large fan base. But um, just artistically, I've been writing songs you know, since I was, uh, 14, 15, I'm almost 30 now. Right. Right. And I feel like I really exhausted a lot of my options in terms of picking up a guitar and strumming some chords and like doing it that way, you know, or like, I, I, I feel like I kind of exhausted that Avenue of like trying to be like a folk singer troubadour or like a pop singer, all these different things. So to, to be presented with this fresh opportunity, like, yeah, I had, I, I was, I didn't know what I was going to be able to bring to the table before going in the studio. But as, as we got started, I was like, wow, I really have a lot to say here. And, 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 it, and it came at such a great time. You yeah. know, again, I feel like I do have the influences that back it up, whether they be from, you know, pop music, rap or heavier rock or whatever, like all, all that's in there. But it's like, it was, it was a real relief for, for, for me to just like be involved in something fresh for me creatively. Right. And and it, and, it, and it feels just as genuine as, as 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 any of my solo music has 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 ever done. It's like talk to a friend like I could never be ashamed of your homie. Like I would have never been able to say homie in like a folk song. It's a word that I use probably ten times every day. You know what I mean? It's like just just, just even something as stupid as that. Like it, it just it feels very genuinely true to who I am, and I was I was able to speak in a way that feels very. Um, honest and yeah. and talk about things that are really personal to me you know yeah and you know I'll, I'll follow up with Colin in a second but I do want to mention going through this album there was never a time that I thought you sounded disingenuous 
And I think oh, that's good. a yeah, I think that's a big thing, especially with coming into a band that is known for being very personal, for being very open. To have you come in and do something like that, I think is very important. I think I think it's underrated sometimes when someone listens to an album and they can connect the way that I believe people will connect to this. That's that's a skill. And that's something that it's very, very difficult to fake, I think is the way to put it. Because, yeah. you know, you could see when you came in to Slaves, you know, and you came in two days, like you said, to prep. And I remember talking about this with you the last time we spoke, mm-hmm. where you had been out on tour. And you know there wasn't as much of a connection there with the music as there is now. And when you see yeah. and you hear that connection, when you see the music videos, when you hear the actual music there is that connection and there is that passion there. So yeah. I, I definitely want to let you know. I mean, I'm sure you do know by now, but just from an outsider's perspective, from someone that's not like, you know, part of your family or part of the label or something, <laughs> that, you know, I, I am telling you, I hear that connection and I would certainly be open with you if it wasn't there, but man, you nailed it. Thank you, bro. Yeah, I mean, I I, I can I can speak for all of us that I think we, we really all truly poured our, parts into this record and um you know we we we, we wouldn't put anything out that we, we didn't feel uh was completely genuine and yeah. truthful and uh yeah that's you know we we work we work fucking hard on the shit that we're doing so yeah. that it so that it comes across the right way to everyone absolutely and now colin i'm guessing there's a similar message for you as well obviously you had a lot to prove you know coming into this album but there's nothing obviously disingenuous for what you're doing either. When you came in and you're saying, all right, we're trying to make this melody or we're trying to make this work, was there anything working differently in your head of how you wanted you know, Matt to attack it? Or was there something where you basically setting him up to know this is exactly what he needs to really make that connection? Um, no, man, not really. It was um, kind of like I mentioned before, we were, it, was, it was like, something that was in my mind like is how is how is matt's style going to implement into the slave style <laughs> but honestly credit to matt as uh, you know he really just kind of did his thing and it as much as it's kind of a boring answer it just it really just all just came together and like that's kind of how everything has been since um matt pretty much joined the band like i, I think a lot of things just have been falling into place with with this band and uh, in the studio it was kind of the same way man it was just yep. like um definitely giving Matt free range over anything he wanted to do. But of course, if, um, you know, we're all, we're all very open, especially in the studio about like, Hey, if you don't like it, it's not going to hurt anybody's feelings. That's how we right. are with everything. It's like, oh, okay. um, and, and th- thank God that we, we, we usually do agree on almost everything, um, in the studio. Of course, there's little things here like, oh, I don't like that riff. And you know, nobody gets upset about that, but there wasn't a lot of that, especially with Matt. Like it's pretty much, he came, he came back, he would go on these walks to this um, this little bench by this lake that was by the studio mm-hmm. while we were working on instrumentals. Because I remember in the beginning of the stu- uh, writing, um, Matt was kind of in the in the studio with us when we were, we were getting the instrumentals down, doing all the pre-pro like the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I, <laughs> I think it dawned on Matt like, oh shit, I have like 14 songs to write <laughs> in the next like three to five weeks. And that's a whole lot of words. So um, yeah. I think that Matt just started going on these walks. Um, come, you know, we'd, we'd be in the studio for like eight hours and that would just be gone. <laughs> and, uh, he'd come back in. I remember a couple of times his face would be all red and, and like, he, you know, sitting out there, like he was like, oh, you know, it was hot days outside there. And I'll, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the songs he was writing, I think like he touched on earlier were personal songs, kind of hard songs to write. Um, sure. 
hard song to talk about. So, you know, you really saw it in his face when he was coming back in, like, I got it, guys. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like he just ran like 10 miles. And then, so, and then he would, he would like kind of sing it to us. And every single time we were all just like, dude, that's, that's great. Like a lot of what you hear on the record, it wasn't changed at all. Like wow. a lot of times you, you write a song and then when you record it, you change, especially lyrics and stuff and melodies, you, you, something just pops out that makes more sense. But a lot of what, and correct me if I'm mistaken, Matt, but I'm pretty sure a lot of what is on the record is pretty much just what came out right away. And we were all just like, dude, that sounds awesome. <laughs> we love it. We love it. There, yeah. was, there, was, there was not too much of directing Matt with all this, to be honest with you. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I I definitely agree with that, and I I think going into the album, you know, we we all worked together really well, and I think we all anticipated it being more of a like a like a collective process of like everybody's weighing in every step of the way. But honestly, it was uh, like pretty much exclusively went like Wes or Felipe start playing a riff, then everybody plays on top of it, then the instrumental's done, then I lay down vocal, and people are like, yeah, that's sick next one you know what i mean and i think uh yeah and and i think um you know the thing the thing for me vocally um i know they said that they were kind of used to like you know dude don't worry about it we'll like figure out the vocals at the end but like i am coming from this singer songwriter background where i was like if one fucking word is wrong i'm gonna kill myself like Uh. for sure like it, it needs to be perfect and so yeah to to colin's point like once these songs started to stack up i was like having these days by myself would come back to the studio would be up, you know, in the kitchen writing until 4am trying to make these lyrics work or whatever, because, um, I was, I was personally, I mean, you can, you can leave some, some things up to chance, you know, and, 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 and kind of be freestyling in the booth. And some, sometimes you do get cool stuff like that, but yeah. I also did work like that along the process. I would lock myself into a literal padded room, which was the vocal booth. And I couldn't think of any lyrics anymore and just be mumbling things and grab words and just because it was it was so important to me that by the time we were cutting final vocals we were really cutting final vocals and we weren't writing final vocals um Ah, because to me i i think of myself primarily as a writer who um thankfully is good enough of a singer to sing my own songs like i fucking love singing i'm really passionate about it I, i love playing guitar too but um the 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 writing the lyrics are hugely important and and it was it was i agonize over like the smallest little words and just making sure that it's saying what i wanted to say so yeah that that was that was definitely important damn well i'm sure we'll get into a little bit more of that in a second but something that i'm assuming didn't really work out was the whole you know obviously the covid pandemic so right I'm pretty sure I remember reading that the album, you know, To Better Days, obviously, I think we've said it a bunch of times, but To Better Days was supposed to come out, I believe, earlier than August 7th, right? That was the plan, yeah. Okay. All right. So you guys had to do a little rearranging. Now, one of the very interesting things I think you guys did to really get people hooked is out of a 13-track album where one of the tracks is an intro, you have released, as of today, you know, six singles. And each one of them has a music video. Was that all planned before COVID, or was that something in response to COVID? Yeah, that um, no, that was planned before COVID. Oh wow! Um, okay. And there's 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 a lot more where that came from. <laughs> we, I think we did what nine songs, Matt. Yep. Oh wow! Yeah, we, okay. we did the music music videos for nine songs, seven in which were in uh, I think seven days. Yep. Damn. <laughs> so uh, yeah, all shot in Arizona in a warehouse. Um, <laughs> Not a warehouse, I should say, a, a set house that had different sets. And, sure. Uh, 
all of them were shot there except heavier and prayers um which were those two songs were actually filmed in the same house okay but um yeah it was just something we wanted to we wanted to uh give plenty of content so another thing um like with, with the whole it just kind of it all kind of falls into place and gets t- tied with a big bow on top of it um everything as i said before everything did has really fallen into place since matt's joined the band and what one of those things being um you know we wanted to with uh you know with the new all the new members um you know including matt um most recently we wanted to get as much um we wanted to engage with the fans as much as possible and get them to know us on a personal level more than just i think back I think back a few years ago it was more kind of as I mentioned earlier too, like the Johnny and band show. Sure. Um, sure. And so I think we wanted to make it, you know, get people to know us as a band and all like all of our personalities individually, and uh, you know, so so they really could you know know the type of people we are instead of having this negative, um, you know, thing that was above our band for so long. Yeah. Um So what, one of those things being we wanted to film a bunch of videos and, you know, ha- have a lot of content for people to uh, watch when they're when we're rolling out these singles. And we kind of wanted to just do it was always going to be a, dr- a lot of singles dropped with videos before the album. But, yeah, you're right. It wasn't going to be pushed out until August. But the, the whole COVID thing kind of, um, you know, but uh, put a damper in those plans. Um sure. But yeah, man, we have we have another music video, like I said, coming out tonight. We're we're actually releasing uh, a couple more songs. Um, wow! So there, there's a, there's a lot coming. Um, and yeah, that was that was definitely all planned and planned before COVID. That's impressive. I mean, you guys, no matter what, no matter what I say about how great the album is, you guys gotta feel that you've put together something special because no one releases that many singles, COVID or not. <laughs> no one, no one puts himself out there that much. I mean that's that's a cocky move right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I don't I I don't think there's a single on uh, or a song on the album rather that like we're not all extremely proud of. You know, yeah. the the, the, the yeah. The, the, if if uh, if you only heard one track off of the record, it's like and and that was it, and that was going to be your interpretation of the album or the band. I think we would all be like, cool. You know. Yeah. Besides the intro track, every single track is a single. It's single worthy. And that's very difficult in this scene to say. There's not a whole lot of front to back playbacks, you know, in a lot of bands anymore. And this yeah. is a front to back. Absolutely. Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. Yeah. Really appreciate that. Really appreciate that. Yeah, we've I, I definitely think we I mean I know we all feel that we have something really special in this album and just in the band as it sits right now. Um and going back to what I said, we we've definitely felt that way for a while and it, it it is kind of a shitty feeling um and i completely understand where we're you know when you lose when you lose a front man um especially one that's a, a pretty popular front man and has oh, yeah. been pretty iconic in the in the scene that we're in um we we knew, we knew right away that we had something special before we even wrote our first song but being you know and it, it, it really sucks seeing so many people count us out yeah um, you know and like i said completely understandable but some people were just like really counting this out and it really just kind of like was like uh it didn't make us feel great thinking that we were just you know it was all about one person and right, you know right. th- there was not much credit given to the band so yeah with that being said after writing this album it, it felt really really good because we just knew that you know we were just couldn't wait to get the singles out and show people and if and if they didn't like it that would be fine too but seeing sure. the positive the, the positive comments and it, literally our social media has been like 
completely turned around since yes. all this. And yep. um, yeah, it, it, it feels really good, man. Just as bad as it felt when we felt counted out, it feels just that much better with what's going on right now. It's just like Liverpool winning the championship. You're just like rubbing <laughs> it in people's faces. I, I get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Exactly right. Exactly, man. Exactly. I knew it was going to come up eventually. I, I just had to. I had to be out there. But now, to take more of a, a kind of a serious note on it, I think with an album that is so full of passion, with an album that definitely is going to speak, it spoke to me. It's going to speak to a lot of people. Do you guys have a track each? of what you would consider maybe the most personal to you, mm. you know, you together. Is there a track on the album itself? Because obviously it's easy to say every track because in most cases, every track will affect somebody. But is there something that each of you has that really just spoke to you in general? I like, um, man, it, it is tough because as far as like listening and sonically and melodies and stuff, I really do like all the songs and it, it is really hard to pick a favorite, oh, yeah. but lyrical content and that's another hard one too because there's so much this it, it, it touches on a lot of personal issues but yeah, um right. we have a song called eye opener that uh i i, I sonically really really love and um lyrical content wise um i i just it, it, it hits close to home to me sure what about you matt um yeah probably between talk to a friend or like i do mm-hmm. um i think in part i mean you know all the songs on the record are super Somebody asked me in another inter, inter, interview what per, like what percentage of the songs were autobiographical and what were like more third person perspective, wow. and I was That's like probably ninety nine percent personal, one percent you know still probably personal. Sure. Um, it was, it, that's <laughs> definitely where I was writing from, but I would say um, I think just like the nature of those two songs um, are about. Uh, uh, relationship with yourself mm-hmm. you know the whole album is about relationships but those two in particular are sort of about a relationship and a uh, conversation with yourself and and i think like i do in particular maybe um yeah just to, just to just to answer your question it, it, that's that's sort of ab- about it's very personal because it kind of takes place within my own head right yeah and i i definitely have to agree with that actually colin and i had had talked about that before this like i do was such it kind of came out of nowhere for me because like you had mentioned a lot of the album is about relationships and and that makes sense you know that that's a common theme that people use even though i think you guys put a very cool spin on it you know to make Mm. it fresh and interesting uh and unique as well so that's that's not a thing but like i do for myself is it's not that it's my favorite It, it probably is though but it's more the lyrical content of that song is my life in a song. Cool. So that's cool, man. To, to me. Yeah, this is yeah. This is like one of those situations where I'm like, you know, I really hope everybody's going to relate to the music and then I'm also like, damn, a lot of these songs are pretty are pretty sad. I I I, I, I it's unfortunate that you do relate, but if you're going to relate anyways, yeah. I'm glad that you do relate to <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, I'm not like I hope I hope everybody has a really dark relationship with their with their own with their own mind and, and right. you know, it's like, yeah, that sucks. But, uh, but it, dude, it's just, it's, it's just part of the human condition, man. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's just, right. it just is what it is. So it is, it is nice to hear that you're, uh, that you're, you know, c- connecting with it for sure. Yeah. It's better to have a song that you can listen to about it as opposed to just be living it, I guess. Oh yeah. So. Well, and that, and that's kind of the thing. And I think I, I don't know, maybe, maybe other people have this. I don't know if you two have this, uh, in general either, but for me, 
when I listen to a sad song, if it connects to me, I actually get happy when I listen to it. 100%. For sure, yeah, for Same, sure. Man. Right. Same. And I think, I think, unfortunately, there are people that are like, oh, if I want to stay in a, in a bad mood or a sad mood or depression or what it, whatever it happens to be, they'll listen to specific styles of music. But that's never been myself. Like, if I want to be depressed, then I'll put on top 40s pop. Like that's that's my own that's my own thing. I I don't like or I don't connect to that style of music, even though there are people right. to respect there. You know what I mean? But with this kind of thing, it's not it's not even necessarily to know that someone else is feeling that kind of thing. It's just to know that I'm maybe not the only one. I guess. And yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not to put that on people, like you said. It's not to be like, oh, I'm I'm really glad that there are other people that feel that. For myself for being a failed musician, and I hope that I'm able to speak well on podcasts, I still don't consider the lyrics that I would write to be very good. So to hear someone really put something out there that I think really encapsulates how I'm feeling about something, I'm like, yes, someone wrote that the way that I wish I could. That's awesome, man. And and yeah, you you know, from from my perspective, it's it's just 100% how I feel. You yep. know, first and first and foremost, uh, and then obviously, you know, you have a responsibility to the audience, to the, to the audience and, and, and you, uh, you, you, you try to imagine somewhat how it's going to be perceived, but so, yeah, for me, I'm just, I'm just putting, putting it out there exactly how I, so you, so you and I are on the same page, basically, you know what right. I mean? It's like, that's it, you know? So I guess one of the big things would be then, obviously you're, you're putting out a lot of singles, which we, which we already spoke about, but. That one almost seemed like when I when I talked to Colin about it and I said, hey, that actually, before he even brought it up, before I knew that that track was going to be released today, I wouldn't have thought that that would have been a single. But you guys did choose to make that one. Was there something, was that the reason why you wanted to do that instead of holding it back to be the ender? Because I think sometimes when you put together an album that's front to back, you want to listen to mm-hmm. the whole thing. That final track sometimes is almost sacred. And a lot of yeah. people, you know what I mean? They won't make that the single, but you guys decided to. Was there a reason behind that? I think the I think uh, the I think the label liked the chorus. I think that we're thinking about singles a little differently than maybe is traditional and that again, something like Talk to a Friend wasn't slated to be a single at first, but uh, everybody in the band really agreed that it was at least a really important song to us, mm-hmm. um, on the record, if not um like the catchiest or poppiest or whatever, and lo and behold, that that now it's our most successful song that we've released so far from yeah. the album, which is really gratifying. Yeah. Um, doesn't always work out that way, <laughs> but, <laughs> sure. uh, but yeah, I would say, uh, it's, it, there's, there, there very well might be a video for every song at some point on this album. So uh, it's, uh, that's, we, 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 we are, we aren't approaching it in a super traditional way. I think like we do live in a, in a singles market nowadays with streaming. And if you, if you really want people to hear a song, it's like, why leave it up to chance? And, uh, release it as like here's here's two singles to get you guys excited for the rest of the album that might be kind of shitty and thrown together and then we hope you listen to the whole thing it's like now nah, we're gonna we're gonna give each song a moment and a video and and at least that's what we did this time so yeah, yeah exactly right yeah colin i i heard you begin to talk was there something else you want to add to that uh, no that 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 pretty much na- nailed it right on okay. the head. um i'll i'll i think just kind of like what you guys were talking about right before this too like the lyrical content of that song for me at least, I knew that um, people were definitely going to relate to that. And um, 
I, you know, that's why I went when, um, as Matt mentioned earlier, our, our label definitely liked that, um, that, that chorus and, and the song in general. And when that was uh, proposed to us, I definitely didn't have any arguments toward making that a single. Yeah. Okay. Now, I, you know, obviously I'd mentioned singles. We talked about COVID. And one of the things you guys haven't been able to do, obviously, is go out on tour. And now coming from, you know, talking to you from Boston right now, we probably won't have any concerts, I would assume, any shows until 2021 at the latest or at the earliest, I guess is even the better, unfortunately, the better way to put it. But I think one of the things that will obviously be really unique for you guys is by moving on now from Frontman to Matt and now having the new album come out, are you guys going to be able to completely weed out older slave songs and focus on this album? Yeah, I'm, first of all, I'm so excited to get on the road and play these new songs. For Just sure. get on the road in general. It's been, it's been way too long. Um, <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, so we will. I, we haven't talked about that too much. I think we've had like a couple short discussions in the band chat about that. Um, but I'm sure, uh, depending on if it's a headliner and how long our set is, we'll integrate a couple of the older songs. And by older, I mean just off "Beautiful Death." Um, but I, I think uh, you know, even when "Beautiful Death" came out, we we definitely weeded out the first two albums um, slowly but surely. I think this one. I think we have a lot more songs to work with now. Um, it'll be yep. easier to weed out old songs. But um, you know, we'll, we'll probably we'll probably play the hits. <laughs> I like that. Play the hits. No, no, <laughs> it makes sense, but. I, I would also, and I'm sure, you know, you'll end up going over this or you've talked to the label or you've talked, you know, as a band, but have you thought about going out and playing this front to back at some point? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. Um, so I don't think we've announced this yet, but, um, we have a show, uh, a live stream show booked. Um, oh, very cool. and I'm not exactly sure the date, but, um, it's kind of sits as an album release show. Okay. Um, so that would be, uh, we talked about playing it in entirety front to back, um, on that. And I think I would, I would just absolutely love that. That'd be amazing. Yeah, with the intro and everything. Yeah. Matt, what about yourself? Do you, do you have the same kind of feeling for that? Yeah, I, I, I think it'd be cool. And, and, um, to be able to do it in sort of a live stream environment would be, would be cool to kind of do it in more of a controlled, almost studio setting. Seems mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Um, obviously, you know, I'm very much looking forward to getting out on the road and singing songs um, that I can take some ownership of personally. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, to be, to be back in Finland or something and have somebody sing some lyrics that I wrote would just be like, that would really kind of be the, the actual dream. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Um, and dude, I just, even uh, before we go any further, I was thinking about it. I, I know we've spoken a lot on the lyrics and, and which, uh, you know, I'm always down to talk about, but um yeah. I would like to give uh, the guys credit and um, Jimmy as well for their help on um, finishing the the top lines on some of these songs. H- Heavier was um, a song that our producer Jimmy, we worked with him first and he kind of came up with the initial demo of that. So shout out oh. to, he- to Jimmy for Heavier and also for Bury a Lie. That oh, was the okay. second to last song that we uh, finished on the record. It was like the, our second to last day. Mm-hmm. And um I just c- couldn't for the life of me come up with, <laughs> with any vocal ideas for that one. So ah. Jimmy uh, k- kicked off the chorus of that one. And then we finished that one as a band, the top line secrets. We started before the process started that one as a band, as well as cursed was the one we did on the last day. And yes. I was like, I've that got some of the we actually started. We wrote, we wrote that song in a, in a, a, a hostel in Vienna. 
Oh, wow. Um, and that was actually, so I actually lied earlier. The, so the only piece of material that we had going into the studio was a demo that like I recorded on my crappy laptop at the time um, in Vienna when we were in a, a, a hostel. <laughs> we were oh, on tour. Okay. And, uh, so yeah, that, that was a cool little backstory about that one. Yeah, oh, for sure. So yeah, just just I just 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 wanted to give props to the guys for Heavier Berry Secrets and Cursed, um, because again, I, this is that that was a new process for me. I, I'm used to living a lot of life and then condensing it into a record and having time. And and uh, I did find out by the end of 40 days that um, you know I usually feel really good about coming up with melodies, but by the end I was like I I can't I have no ideas, you guys. Sure. So they did. They did uh, help me on those for sure, which was which was super cool. And I think maybe um, they surprised themselves a bit. I know uh, Felipe. Yeah, totally, totally. But don't you think Flip in particular? Like I, I, I think uh, maybe kind of surprised himself. I think he he threw out some really some really cool ideas. So um, yeah, Felipe in general is just gung ho about right. So anything writing wise, he is just that his. I think you know. Uh, everybody has their own opinions on like what what do you like best about being in the band writing the album playing it to the fans uh you know mm -hmm. doing the meet and greets whatever doing the interviews sure. but and Felipe is for sure is um i think safe to say it's writing writing in general so okay. um yeah to, to be able to help out on some top lines and everything it was really cool and yeah it kind of boosted a, a little bit of everybody's confidence being like oh that does sound tight cool. <laughs> no it's sounds... right yeah go ahead sorry no i was gonna say yeah and then you know you know i'm um, I was it was cool that I got stuck and I and I wasn't you know so much of an egomaniac to to want to just fucking do it all myself which of course there is we we got we got a little bit of the old lead vocalist syndrome here I'm like if I can just do this all by myself get sure. all the glory um, but I I did I I I did want to give props where props is 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 due here for these for these songs for sure so shout yeah. out shout out to the boys absolutely yeah no I I really like that slave seems to be right now a cohesive unit it's not absolutely yeah it's not one person it's not another person it's the whole entire band and obviously you know if the guys were on the show right now i'd have specific questions for them as well but i kind of tailor it to youtube but it's it's great to hear that the band is getting along that people are you know coordinating efforts and collaborating as well that's that's very important i think for people to hear a lot of times yeah for sure man thank you man appreciate that it's cool for people to see because that's like literally yeah. As I mentioned earlier, trying to get people knowing our personalities and, you know, this and that, it's a, a big thing is, you know, it's really cool that people have responded and are able to see exactly how we feel. Yeah. And I think that's that's one of the big things with this band. And it's weird sometimes almost to say slaves because you guys are going to be changing the name, but you have changed the brand a lot as well. Besides putting out the music videos where you don't just focus on one person now people knowing, and I'm sure you've done other interviews as well, where you've talked about the, you know, the cohesiveness of the of the band together. That's one of the things now that people are going to see, and it's not going to be seen as a one-man show anymore. It's going to be seen as a completely different brand. So to be able to have a brand new name that will go along with that, you'll have brand new music, you have a brand new name, and basically a brand new personality for the band as well. All that stuff is important is important for marketing and then just for your own personal enjoyment of of what you do for a living. It's one hundred percent it's all about a balance band. And I think that's important. A lot of people ask, like, what's some advice to newer bands or somebody who wants to get in the band or someone just getting into the music industry? And sure. as yeah, the music is always gonna be 
one of the most important parts. It's there. It, it also, there's so many other things as well, like, like you touched on being happy as a band and mm-hmm. internally happy and being cohesive as a band. Um, super, super important. And also, um, yeah, just, uh, be, being connected to the fans and having the fans see, you know, just being being an open door and so you know letting the fans in, showing the personalities and you know engaging and that's something we have been really really working on. We actually just uh, got set up with this app called Community. We now have a phone number. Um, and oh. it's it's been the craziest thing, but the most, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's been it's it's so it's been so good and so nice. Um, we have, you know, we have a number. It's, it's online right now. Um, you can find it on our Facebook or Instagram and uh, shoot us a text. And we've been doing our very, very best to respond to everybody. And, and I, have to say, I have to say we've been doing a great job keeping up with it. Yeah. And, but just, just hearing just hearing what they're saying and getting to it's the by far the best, most effective way to connect with fans and have real conversations with and actually get to know. Because, you know, you, you, you know, the 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 hardcore fans that show up to every single show that travel around, go going from show to show with you. And like you, you get over the years, you get to know um, those fans personally and their stories, yep. but that, that, the, that this whole phone number thing has literally times that by 20 and it's, uh, it's, it's just cool. It's a good wow. way for them to get to know us and vice versa. I would, and maybe I sound old school here. I'm, I'm not that old, but I think I would prefer that over any type of social media. Right? Yeah. Like right. if you could just, yeah. Why not, man? It's just one of those things. I, I I tend to now want to call people more. I, I think that's actually one of the reasons why I like doing the podcast is being able to actually talk and connect with people instead of writing one or two lines on Twitter and then expecting a huge backlash from people. You know what I mean? Like right. it's, it's just so much nicer to be able to do this. That's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, Dave, even, you know, a lot of their texts were mentioning that, like, I've, you know, com- I comment on all your posts and, you know, it, it's, but I can't believe you guys just responded to a text. And, and it's like, a lot of bands don't control their social media. A lot of bands, only one person does, or it, it's yeah. not as connective as a text, you know, right. um, and resp- replying to a text. And that's one of the things they've been really appreciative of, like, holy crap, you know, I, I, I've, I've been waiting for a reply on, on Instagram, but, this is so much better, and it is. It is. You're right. Let me ask because we're gonna we're gonna wrapping up in a in a little bit because I just looked at the time and I was like, holy shit, we have been flowing with this conversation. But <laughs> I, there there is something I wanted to cover. Uh, that's something that took me a little bit to get used to in the album because it's not normally in the style of music that I listen to. But how did you guys decide on the process vocals? that you use later on. So it's not talking about, you know, Matt's vocals being processed, really. It's more about, uh, you know, from the beginning intro track on through. Like prayers different, and stuff. Yeah, and there's there's different tracks that have, you know, certain amounts of it. But how did you decide on doing that vocal processing? Was it to fill in the gaps? Was it to fill in a tone? How did you guys work that out? I think it just comes from Jimmy, uh, right? You know, our... our yeah, our, that, that, that was a lot of production side of things. Um, sure. But also, I think um, a direction that uh, it, it just—I think we're a band that pulls from a lot of different, like rock, pop, um, indie, you know, um, all, all that kind of, um, a little bit from everything. And I think that's one of the more popular elements we wanted to bring. Yeah. And also, yeah, credit to Jimmy—that was—he's um, just a wizard behind the behind the computer, and um, you know, he made he made the album very cohesive in that aspect. Yes. And, um, we wanted to keep it consistent and have a 
consistent vibe of the album while the songs are different. Um, so I think that was just one of the things that is it's kind of one of the elements that glue that, that glues um, a lot of the album together. But yeah, that was coming from a more of a pop, uh, the pop side of things and more of the like the current, um, you know, the current mainstream side of our uh, influences. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Shout out to Jimmy as well in terms of uh, the intro track, like the self-titled intro track. Um, oh, that was all him. Yeah, that was that was like totally his idea of like, it'd be really cool to get samples from each song on the record exactly. before we yeah. jump jump into it and we were all like yeah great love it yeah so um which is cool too right because it's different i'm not a fan of albums that are named after a song on the album because you have to be like the song or the album um <laughs> but no one's ever going to be talking about the intro track and if and if they do though they'd probably just call it the intro they, they're not going to be like so to better days you know like that's that's not gonna be anybody's favorite song probably if it was it'd be sick whatever but um <laughs> but uh yeah it's just it's just like a way of you know tying it in and it's like it, it, i feel like it was in a just kind of worked out that way it's kind of nice yeah. so no i mean it's the probably the second most interesting intro track since hot grills and high tops from attack attack so that's that's my standard <laughs> If you now, Matt, have you heard that before? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not aware of. Uh, I, I'm not. Um, I know Attack Attack is um, by name, but I I, uh, I don't know much about their songs. So, but I need you both I, to listen. I'll, to I'm that. taking that as a compliment. I uh, yeah, I need you both to listen to that sometime. And, then okay. and, and you know, and you know damn well I didn't catch that reference. <laughs> I'm like, is that the one with the the emo kids that are doing like a crab stance? Yes. That's the literally that all is, I right? That is, okay, hey, well, good. you got it. That's, that's what I got too. That's yeah. really what I got. You guys, you guys are on the ball. You know this stuff. See, we're on I knew it. that. Yeah, we're on it. I knew you guys I learned, would get it. <laughs> somebody, somebody told me that at some point in the process. I think it was probably me because that's literally where, that's the only reference I have to that band right yeah. now. It was either, it was either you or Flip. Ah. Probably both of us. To be in the scene, you have to at least know that reference. Well, so you're good. thank God I passed the test. You That's all I'm going to say. Believe me, after this, I was going to have to cancel you. It would have been a whole <laughs> big thing. You would have had to change your band name. It would have been embarrassing. It That's been right. So tough. That's funny. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I think that is a great time to leave this. You know, we just talked off air and time-wise and everything that we've gone over, I think that we are all good. So I need to make sure that I state once again, I was completely blown away by to better days i was absolutely enthralled when i was listening over and over again i can't wait to continue to do that as well and i hope that people not only just check it out but also get as in-depth as i wanted to in the album as well because i think that's a big thing too obviously is people's attention spans are so short obviously we've talked about that for forever but you mm -hmm. release these singles that make people want to continue with the entire album. It's not just a repeat of one single. It's just they want to go through everything. So I know the album is coming out on August 7th through SBG. You guys have merch bundles available right now. You even have a really cool mixtape that's a USB that's going to have acoustic versions of the tracks as well. So that's awesome. So if you want to talk about that, that would be great. I will have links in the description of the episode so that everyone can follow this. But until then, what is the best way for people to support you guys. Matt, you want to go for it? Um, no, you, you can, you can. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You can find us all, all of our social media slaves official, um, for the time being, um, you could go on, uh, we have merch bundles available right now. Um, 
supporting the new album to better days it's uh slaves.merchnow.com right and uh you can stream all our music under slaves and keep an eye out for the the future name change coming very soon and um yeah, that uh, I'm glad you mentioned that mixtape because that's something special yep. we did. It's very exclusive. We're not gonna. It's not gonna be on. You know, we're not uploading that to any streaming platforms. That's just, and we're not reprinting the or re- remaking those flash drives. It's nice. a um, it's a uh, one-time thing for the pre-orders. Sure. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I I have the vinyl pre-ordered and I have the mixtape. Cool. Amazing, yeah, the, dude. Thank you. The uh, the mixtape was just something that I that I tracked in my room. So. Wow. It's yeah, it's very very like exclusive very, very little cool. thing. Yeah. Very cool. Well, once again, guys, I I really enjoy this. I like the last time that we spoke as well. I knew that being able to speak to you guys again even on such a weird day for me. Honestly, to be able to lock into this conversation and not have my mind wander, <laughs> right there you guys should take that as a huge compliment because Appreciate I was you, not, bro, for yeah, sure. I was not expecting to do that, but I was legitimately blown away and i've said wow i've said blown away if anyone's doing a drinking game to keywords i'm saying <laughs> terrible terrible idea tonight please don't please well, don't do that <laughs> well bro imagine if imagine if your team had lost and you had to do this interview oh, that would way worse well i'll, I'll tell you you this. would be playing the drinking game <laughs> yeah with <laughs> sorry that was way too that was too dark <laughs> what i will say is that with premier league soccer with the way it works is actually we just had to make a certain amount of points to win. So we still have seven more games of the season to go. But that's how great my team has been this season. Wow. Is that wow. we've already locked it up. Wow. Yeah. So that, Congratulations, man. And I'm proud of you for, for holding it together during this interview. <laughs> See, that's what I needed. I, I needed that. <laughs> I, I needed I really the praise, did. damn it. Yeah, exactly. But hey, but I figured, look, I, I have given you, I, I'm sure I've embarrassed you with the amount of praise that I've given this album, but I am extremely, extremely impressed with it. And it's definitely going to be on my album of the year list. I think it's going to be on that for people as well. People definitely, yeah, definitely have to check this out. I can't speak highly of it enough. So we'll leave it at that for right now. But once again, guys, thank you so much for taking the time. This was awesome. And I will forever remember this interview because it was also the day the Liverpool won. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> Thanks, man. We're we're very appreciative over all your the, the kind words you give us, and um, I'm I'm very happy that you feel the way you do about the new album, and I hope more people do as well. Likewise, thank you. Absolutely, guys.